Good morning. God bless you. Good morning, this is Sister Tracy. Good morning, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Oh, oh, oh pretty good. I made it through. This is Sister Lisa. I made it through Hi, the fast. Good morning, Lisa. Wonderful. And but I then I have a prayer request. I took my daughter to work last night and then I came back home and I have a porch with flowers on there and um two chairs and they set somebody set the chairs on fire on my porch oh. yeah so I just said God you still good you know yes, I just pray for the person that did it so I don't know what they're going through because I pray for people in my house the whole complex but I don't bother nobody and nothing like that so uh, I just said it's the enemy just trying keep to uh, praying. Get me. Yeah, trying yeah, to get me stirred up. I'm not the hate. greeter. I don't know who the greeter is, but I'm just Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just telling no, you no, my no, whole thing. <laughs> girls, no, that's what we're here for. We're here But to I was about sound. to go crazy when I said you can't do that because stuff going to happen. So just pray for the person. And so, yeah, that part. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You're welcome. I love you. It's going to be all right. We just got to continue to trust him and put it before him, and he got us. Okay, thank you. Who's on the line? Hello? Sister Lisa. Good morning. Good morning, Yvonne. Good morning. This is Dr. Chris. Good morning. Good morning. Susie, has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? This is Diane. Good morning, morning, Diane. And who is that? Oh, good Deborah morning. Evans. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning. <laughs> you have a wonderful day. You too. Good We're morning. traveling. Asking for travel, Grace, Monica and I. Pardon me? Monica and I are traveling this weekend. So oh, okay. Travel. Traveling, Grace. Okay. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Good morning, uh, Sister Lisa. Happy Thursday. I'm grateful that I made it through the fast yesterday. Um, Great. And then I need prayer for the person that set uh, my chairs on fire on my porch last night. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to get the other one down first. Who is this again? This is Sister Lisa. 
Lisa, okay. And you want prayer for whom? For whoever set my chairs on fire on my porch last night. Oh, so you want them to be prayed for, huh? Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. All right, thank you. Good morning, Susie. Sister Tracy. Good morning, Sister Tracy. I also have a prayer request this okay, morning. Can, can you wait for just one minute where I could write Lisa down real quick where I won't forget it? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay, now who is this again that wants prayer request? Sister Tracy. Tracy, okay, Tracy, and what is your prayer request? Uh, to pray for Tina Williamson's family. Um, she lost her only son yesterday as he was coming home upstate New York, and somebody ran into his car, and he was 27 years old. Okay, so you want me to pray for Tina Williamson? Uh-huh, family in the time of grieving for her son. Yes, thank you. You're welcome, grieving for son. Okay, got it. Okay, um, Tracy, that was pray for Tina Williamson's family who uh, they're grieving for their her son. Yes, ma'am. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Uh huh. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to uh, say good morning? Good morning, it's Yvette Marquette. Good morning, Yvette Marquette. And did good. I hear Diane? Yes, you did. Okay, good morning, Diane. Good morning. Uh, is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else? Good morning. Happy Thursday. This is Monica. Good morning, Monica. You have a wonderful day. Thank you. You as well. Thank you. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's Rochelle. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Thursday to you as well. Does anyone else like join the call or would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning, Susie. Susie? Yes, you have a wonderful day. And you do the same, Susie. Thank you. You're welcome. Does anyone else join the call would like to say good morning? 
on this beautiful morning that the Lord has let us see. Okay, well, it is time for me to move forward. So I do ask that you please mute your line so that we can proceed. <clears throat> Excuse me. And good morning again. My name is Susie, and I am your host. And thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed, too. Be sure to continue joining us daily during June, where our monthly theme is entitled Order. This means that all of our declarations will be focused on us understanding order according to the mind, heart, and will of God. We do have one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature, and that's by Peter Sazerell. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. There were no uh, prayer requests submitted on the app, but I do have three prayer requests. The um, Deborah is asking for her and her daughter for traveling grace today. Lisa is asking for prayer for the person who set her chairs on fire on her porch. And Tracy is asking that we pray for Tina Williamson's family. They are grieving for their son. Excuse me. (coughs) Excuse me. The order of the call is prayer. And corporate praise will be brought by Diane. The declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declare. And I'll repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Diane. The declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare Angela. The scripture for today is Luke 1, 1 and 2. Many have undertaken to draw up an account for the things that have been fulfilled among us, just as they were handed down to us by those who were from the first, who were from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. We also ask you to maintain your volume and tone of your prayers to a reasonable level to not pray over the prayer warrior's voice as they are leading us to the throne. Thank you for your participation and cooperation. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Diane. God bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning with a bow-down head and a bow-down heart, O oh God. God, you called everything 
into order. You said in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless, surface of deep, and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. So God, I thank you this morning that you placed everything in order. Father, in the name of Jesus, your word is in order. So God, I pray this morning that you order our steps in the word that you have created for us to learn about you, to do what thus says the Lord. So Father, we give you praise this morning, O oh God, for you are the eternal God, the self-existent one, the unchangeable God. God, you are the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You are a transcendent God. God, you are the great I am. You are the first and the last, the Alpha and the Omega. And we just praise you, Lord God, for being God, for being who you are. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, and we ask that you restore us, God. You are the God who who sanctified us for your use. Father, I thank you this morning that you are Jehovah Siskanu, the, the Lord of righteousness. You are Jehovah M. Kadesh, the God who sanctified us, who set us apart for yourself. God, I thank you that you are Jehovah Shammah, the Lord who is ever present. You are Jehovah Shalom, the God who gives us peace in during the storm, in the midst of chaos. God, we thank you, Lord God. You are the one who gives our life balance, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, I thank you this morning. Jeremiah 23 said, I know the Lord that a man's life is not his own. It is not for man to direct his steps. But, Father, we thank you for your word that I have hidden in my heart, Lord God, that I may not sin against you. God, and direct our steps in the in your word, in the way that we should go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we give you praise and we give you honor. For you are the God who calls those things into existence as though they were. God, we thank you this morning for your word that lives on the inside of us. God, we ask that you strengthen our inner man this morning, our core, Lord God, our soul, our mind, our emotion, our will. God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning. Father God, on bow down knees and bend, on bow down heads and bending knees, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. And Father, I lift up those in prayer this morning. Deborah Evans and Monica, who's traveling today. God, give them traveling grace and mercy. God, protect them as they travel along the highways and byways and airways. God, I thank you this morning, Felicia. Lord God, we want to pray for those who someone set her chairs on fire. God, I thank you that you kept a Lord, God, that it didn't burn a house, oh God, or anything. So, God, for those persons, 
those people that burned her chairs, God. I pray for their salvation, oh God. You said salvation comes to all of those who believe. So God, I pray that they believe the word of God, that they believe that you died and rose again on the third day for their sins, oh God, that you died on the cross, Lord God, and you God help God, the cross could not hold you. Father, now just pray for their salvation this morning, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And God, I lift up Tracy this morning, Father God. She's asking for prayer for Tina Williamson's family, Lord God, who lost her son yesterday, her only son, Lord God, in a car accident. So Father, I thank you that you are looking out for all of us, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord God, for all humanity. I pray for the world, Lord God, and the city we live in, this world that we live in. God, in the name of Jesus, you said in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek your faith, Lord God, turn from their wicked ways. And then you said, then you will heal from heaven and you will heal our land, God. So God, I thank you this morning, Lord God. Let your healing begun in this land, Lord God. Bring us to a new day, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for keeping us through this pandemic, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for the vaccine. We thank you, Lord God, for government, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for those that you put in place of leadership, Lord God. Let them do things accordingly to your word, Lord God, and not for selfish gain, Lord God. But God, you created government, Lord God, for the people and not for selfish gain. God, I thank you this morning. I pray over all of those who who in the military, Lord God. I pray for our police officers, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, all of those the people that you have set in place, all of those, um, all of the orders, Lord God, that you have set in place and set it in order, all the rules and regulation, your law, Lord God, your law that you have given us to live by. So God, let us be a person of, of God who will follow God's order. So God, I thank you this morning, Lord God. Order our steps in your word and let us follow your law. Your law, Lord, never changes, God. You never change. You are the transcendent, God. You are here forever. You are the first and the last. There's none None before you, Lord God, and there will be none, Lord God, when this world comes to an end. So, Father, I thank you this morning for your loving kindness is better than life, God. I thank you this morning that I have my being, Lord God. I thank you this morning, Lord God, that I can move, live, and have my being, Lord God, that all my faculties are working. Lord God, and I pray over declare victory as a whole, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you for what you're doing in this on this prayer call. 
So, God, we thank you, Lord God, for Dion and Tanya and all of those who made it possible. God, I thank you this morning for healing in Josiah. I thank you this morning for healing in our mind, in our brains, oh God, that we may operate according to your your statues today. Lord God, I thank you this morning for family. I thank you this morning for our spouses, oh God. I thank you this morning for our children, Lord God. I thank you this morning for our grandchildren and great-grandchildren. I thank you this morning, Lord God, for this world, oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus, the chaos that is in the world, Lord God, but you, God, who handles everything according to your word. So, God, I thank you for today. I thank you for order today, Lord God. Let your order be in perfect peace, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, for it is in you who created the heavens and the earth and all that dwells in it, and you gave it order, Lord God. You even gave the water order, Lord God. You even separated the water from the water and the sky from the sky and the land from the water. And, God, you called it land. God, I thank you this morning for all that your hands have made. I thank you this morning, Lord God, that we can live, move, and have our being this morning. God, I thank you for our eyesight. I thank you for our hearing. I thank you, Lord God, for all of our faculties is working in the order that you have placed them on the inside of us. So, God, I give you praise this morning. I pray over the declarer as she comes forth with your word this morning, Lord God, speak to her and through her, so we, your people, God, that we will hear what thus says the Lord and do what thus says the Lord. Now, if we can all take our phones off mute and give God praise, give God the honor that's due him, because he is God. He is the oh, greatest Thank you. 
Father, mighty and the mighty of the Most High. And we give you that praise, the glory, and the honor, Lord God. We trust you. Thank you, Lord God, for healing, Michael, healing, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. We are standing on your word, but you cannot lie, Lord Thank you. And please make sure that your phone is on for the duration of the call until asked to come off. God, we thank you for this time of prayer. We bless your holy name, for there is none like you. So, God, we thank you for this morning. We thank you. It's a privilege to come before you, to come before you with our petition. And, God, you said when we pray, you hear us. And if you hear us, God, you answer us. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And I now pass the call to Sister Angela. Amen. God bless you all. Good morning. Good morning. Thank God for prayer and a wonderful greeting on this morning and everyone that has been lifted up in prayer. I am your sister, Angela B. Holmes. It is a pleasure and an honor to be before you again on this morning as we continue to talk about order and bring order into, allow order because it's already in our lives, but we need to allow it um, to flow through. So, um, thank God for you all, and I pray that we are ready and we have our pen and pad ready to take some notes to let us go before the throne. Father, we thank you, we praise you, and I honor you on this morning, Father. Hallelujah. Father, have your way. Father, speak through me. Allow the hearts of your people to be soft and moist soil so that the word, the seed can go down into the soil and spring up a good harvest for them. Father, use me for your glory. Father, have your way. In Jesus' precious and holy name, I pray on this morning. Amen and amen. So good morning, good morning. Um, God bless you all, order. This has been a great month of order. Um, if you all did not hear um, Dion on yesterday, I would say please go and listen to that recording there it is so meaty and so much um it's gonna really i don't know it's, it's like a slingshot so <laughs> take a listen to it if you have not listened to it and if you were on the line i'm sure you are chewing still on some of the wonderful um things that the Lord dropped on yesterday. So again, order, we are going to go through order and we're going to take a look at some order 
that's already been established in our life and um, and look at some examples so that we can just have a release and a thorough understanding of how important order is because when as we know when things are out of order um, things don't flow right things don't go as smoothly as they could it doesn't mean that something is not supposed to happen because it's not smooth but things when they are in order they do go smoother so let's take a look at the word order 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 is a word that will give an authoritative direction and please listen to the definitions of it because it's going to allow your heart to open up to receive and allow your mind to go on a journey. So in this um, definition, allow your mind to take a look at what authority that you have and what you have authority over. So in each one of the words that are said, allow your heart to imagine them, allow your mind to expand and bring in examples so that you can grasp it. Because I know we all heard the word order throughout our lives and we may even look, have looked at the definition, um, but take a listen again. Give it, Order is something that gives an authoritative direction or instruction to do something the arrangement or disposition of people or things. So it gives an authoritative direction or instruction to do something by the way of an arrangement or a disposition of people or things in relation to each other according to a particular sequence. So this order could be for people, it could be for things or for people to handle things a certain way. So they can have a particular sequence, pattern, or method. Okay, so order of operations, which is actually a math term, but I love the description of it. An order of operations are the rules that state the sequence in which the multiple operations is in expression and how it should be solved. So I'm gonna say that again. Order of operations, which is a math term. It's a sequence of rules. It's a, I'm sorry, it's rules that state the sequence in which the multiple operations should be expressed and solved. That's real good. That's real good. I hope we caught that. So let's take a look. Let's let's take a look at, um, and, um, and it was mentioned in the prayer also, let's take a look at creation in Genesis 1. We know that God spoke things into existence. God brought things in his creation. He brought things in order. He spoke in a sequence. He didn't just say, hey, everything just become. There was an order. There was a process. He had an end game in mind. So that is our very first prime, prime 
that's our primer, if you want to call it that. That's our prime example of order. So order is very, very, very important. Order. A process of our destiny. So let's take a look at um, Genesis, and you can write this scripture down. Actually, I didn't bring the scripture. Genesis 41 and 25, where um, Joseph, I'm sorry, uno momento, I forgot it on here but you can turn to it genesis 1 and 25 where um, joseph begins to um, give an explanation of the dream and um to pharaoh if you can if we can i'm sorry i didn't mention if everyone could please check your phones triple check your phones so that um to see that that make sure that you are on mute please thank you so let's go to Genesis 41 and 25. And I am reading out of the Amplified Version. It says, then Joseph said to Pharaoh, the two dreams are one. And um, God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. So then Joseph begins to give the instructions inside of Joseph's explanations are instructions. The seven good cows are seven years and the seven good ears are seven years. The two dreams are one and the same. The seven thin and ugly cows that came up after them are seven years. And also the seven thin ears dried up and scorched by the east wind. They are seven years of famine and hunger. This is the message, just as I have told Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Listen very carefully. Seven years of great abundance will come throughout the land of Egypt. But afterwards, seven years of famine and hunger will come. And there will be such a desperate need that all the great abundance of the previous years will be forgotten in the land of Egypt as if it never happened. And famine and destitution will ravage and destroy the land. So the great abundance will become forgotten in the land because yes. of the subsequent I famine. Agree. Um, could you please say put your phone on mute? Someone just said, say that again. Could you all please put your phone on mute? Thank you. So that the dream was repeated twice to Pharaoh in two different ways. So I am going to skip down. And skip down to 37. So I'm sorry. Can we please put our phones on mute? Uh, I, I, hi, this is Josie. And Hi, Josie. If you can put your phone on mute, just your phone, please, while we're going through the declaration. Okay. So, um, so in, towards the ending, um, in 34, let's jump down to 34, where Joseph began to give instructions. Um, he said, let Pharaoh take action to appoint overseers and officials over the land and set aside one-fifth 
of the produce of the entire land of Egypt in the seven years of abundance. Let them gather as a tax. Let them gather the food of these good years that are coming and store up grain under the direction and authority of Pharaoh and let them guard the food in the cities. That food shall be put in a reserve for the land against the seven years of famine and hunger, which will occur in the land of Egypt, so that the land and the people will not be ravaged during the famine. Okay, sorry that that was a little choppy, had just a few interruptions. However, as we know, in Genesis 41, 25, going down to 37, Joseph interpreted Pharaoh's dreams. It was two dreams. So he said the two dreams are one. And in the dreams, God was saying, hey, look, listen, this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to come. And here, I'm going to give you instructions. I'm going to give you an order of how to reserve the land. And we know this order was reserved. It was not so much reserved for the Egyptians, but it was for the children of Israel. So God gave specific order. He gave specific instructions. There was an order to those instructions. This is what you're going to gather. So for seven years, you're going to gather this. You are going to house it. You are going to put it in a special place. You are going to put it on reserve. And here is why. So imagine what would have happened had those orders not been carried out. They were very distinct because it opened up the rest of the word that was going to come forth, right? The famine in the land. And Joseph, um, um, Joseph, the, the next interaction that Joseph had with his brothers because they had to come to him, even though all of this was in the dream before Joseph was sold to the Egyptians. But I wanted to make a point that order is very, very critical and when we are given orders, not only just at work, because when we, we're given orders at work or we, if we are an employer and we are given orders, we expect those orders to be followed through because they bring and they yield a result. So let's move a little forward. Okay, so then in treating God, here is another way that order is very, very important. When we entreat God, God gave us instructions. He gave us an order to follow when we entreat him. And what is that order? It is in Psalms 100 and verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. So that sentence right there, how, Lord, how do you want us to approach you? So when we get ready to pray, he tells us, and we get ready to have a conversation with him, we get ready to meditate with him. How do we entreat you, Lord? He says, okay, I'm going to give you an order. I'm going to give you an order on how to entreat me. I need you to enter into my gates with thanksgiving. I need you after you give thanksgiving, I need you to enter into my courts with praise. And why was this set up this way? As we know, um, we don't deal with kingdoms here. We don't have that type of hierarchy, but uh, gates 
you have to go through a gate to get to the inner court. Okay, so there's thanksgiving. You entreat God with thanksgiving first. You praise him and you be thankful unto him and you bless his name. Okay, so let's move a little further. Esther, let's talk about Esther. Esther had orders and things for her purification. So when Esther was taken and she was brought into the king's palace and into the chambers, there was a certain order the way things had to go for her purification to be played out. And if we see this outside of Esther being Esther, but as we being Esther, how there are an order of things for our purification before we can see the king. So order is very, very critical in our lives, not only in our home lives, lives not only in our family, but it is also very important in our relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have orders and things for our purifications. There are steps, there are instructions that would lead us to our purification, that when we do not follow these steps and instructions, or when we fall by the wayside, um, things get a little muddy, things get a little more difficult because we are out of order. So order also leads you to success. Order leads to success. Order leads to success. Even if you think something is not successful, order has led you to the success of something. Order gives you options. And order is a basis for reward right? It's a basis for reward with the Lord, and it's a basis for reward with our families, with our students, with, I don't know, our employees, with our neighbor. Order gives you options, and it is a basis for reward. Order challenges your obedience, and it challenges your faith. Both natural, as we know, God said specifically is first, natural and spiritual. Natural and spiritual alignment is a pivotal process for order. Order, we need order. Order, we, order must be played out daily in our lives. Everything we do on a daily basis has an element of order, whether it's intentional or unintentional. If you said, hey, today, I'm off today, it could be a weekday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever it may be, you may say, hey, I'm doing absolutely nothing today. Absolutely nothing. I am just going to do some reading. I'm going to turn off my alarm clock. I'm going to just, when, I, when the Holy Spirit wakes me up, I'm going to wake up. And you know what? Today, I might even indulge and watch a few um, movies. Even in that, there's order because you spoke what it is you had intention of doing, order. It's always here with us. Just like you get out of bed on a certain side, right? You have a subconscious order where you sleep in the bed, the side that you sleep on, all of that is order. You put the same foot either right or left down 
when you get out of bed, right? You begin to engage in your routine that is driven by an internal order that you have unconsciously established. So order is not new. It's not something new for us. It's not something, it's not a new word. It's not a new term. It's, it's not new instructions. We have given our children orders when we, our children are of age and we are going to the store or we may be going someplace um, that's going to take us all day. We have left those children with order. Usually we left the oldest one with um, instructions and they already know the order of the house. They know um, to leave when you step out of a room to turn the light out. They know that after dinner, the dishes that are left over get washed before you go to bed. We have children, we have students, relatives that we have given instructions on how and when to do something so that what we have envisioned, the results would be established just as God did in the beginning in Genesis. What he envisioned, the result of his order, of setting things in order, his result was established. We give written notes. We leave chores on the refrigerator. We give assignments to employees. We receive instructions to be carried out a certain way. So again, order, it's pivotal. It's pivotal in our lives that order is walked out, that it is played out so that we can have the end results that we desire. Now, listen, order is not, again, something new. Our military, I work for the VA, so when our military or our civilian personnel, when we travel, we have what's called travel orders. So in these travel orders, it's what's allowed for us to do when it is to be done, where we're going. This is given to us with the understanding that you cannot just do anything outside of those orders because you do not have the travel orders. You don't have the instruction. You don't have the room to go outside of these orders. So when you travel, here are your orders. This is where you can go. This is what you can do. And when you get there, this is what you're going to do. And it even, mine has even said how I'm traveling. So we have to stay within the range of those orders, right? So you have to go to the city that's on your orders, the date that you can travel the job description, and the time frame specified in the orders. Order is very important. You can think back on either walking into someone's home or even your home, or maybe getting up late on a Saturday if you have children and the children are already up in there, they've, they've pulled out toys, they've pulled out things, they've pulled out clothes, and, and you get up and you're like, this is a mess. Everything is out of order. What is going on? And you can even take a look at the, um, the, the, the mindset 
and how the children are relating to one another. If there's things all on the floor, are they jumping over it? Are they hyped up? Are they running around? All of that has to do with order. And then when we bring things into order, you take a look at those children and see how they're calm and how things are flowing a little better. They're not jumping over toys. They're not tripping over toys. They're not fighting over toys because there is order. So life's journey could look like order, disorder, and then reorder. And I think, not I think, I know that's the part that frazzles us because that's the part that frazzles me. That's the part that has frazzled me. We can be in the space of order, disorder, and then reorder. Yeah, that's that rebirthing, right? So when we think about our process, we may have a few things going on that we think is in order. But God knows what needs to be shook loose, shaken up a bit, you know, <laughs> restructured and reordered in order for us to function at the best that he has created it to be. We may think, wow, I thought everything was going great. Everything was in order. Then all of a sudden I had this disruption. Something was disordered. And then we cry out to God, then we seek God, then we sit and we get quiet and we listen for a word, we listen for instructions. Lord, order my steps in this circumstance, in this situation. Lord, what shall I do? What are the steps that I need to take? Right now, things are in this order. It wasn't that the order wasn't good. But God does stuff to build something in us. So in this disordered state, we're seeking him. We are looking for instruction. We are getting what we hear, and we are attempting to apply them in sequence. So then we can come into that reordered state. And then when we look back and we say, wow, I, if I had stayed in that place where I thought the order was so good and I was feeling real good, my ankles was crossed and Lord, we were just, mm, I thought I was in a really great place of order. However, now that I see once you have reordered some things, I am in a much, much better place. We can't be afraid of the disorder and reorder. However, at times, this can be very, very trying, the disorder and the reorder. But let's take a look at Ephesians 2 and 10, and I am getting ready to close. Let's take a look at Ephesians 2 and 10, and I'm going to read this in the um, Passion Translation. We have become his poetry a recreated people that will fulfill the destiny he has given each of us. For we are joined to Jesus, the anointed one, even before we were born. God planned in advance our destiny and the good works 
we would do to fulfill it. Those good works are order, are steps. Those good works that were predestined in us are ordered and were ordered by God. These things were set in process before the foundation of the world. It wasn't just a scribble on the canvas of the sky. Your path has an order. And when we are out of order, you feel disorder. You feel uneasiness. You feel off. You feel out of alignment. You feel that you're not hitting the mark. So order is important. It makes our way easy. And again, order brings reward. So order establishes instructions and it predicts production. I know that was a lot of shuns, so <laughs> let me read that again. Order establishes instructions and it predicts production. Order establishes instructions and it predicts production. So when the children of Israel went up for battle, God didn't tell them just, hey, listen, just show up. No, there was an order. There was a sequence. Even though the Lord did it, the Lord, you know, he, had, he um, rained down large hailstones on people, but the children of Israel, they still had to mount up. They still had to go to the edge of wherever they were. He gave them instructions. I need you to set up here. I need you to go down to the riverbank. I need you to march. I need you to blow the horn. This is what I need you to do. Order order. Those specific instructions were the elements of victory. So yes, can we say order is the element of victory? We can say that. Everyone had to listen and follow those instructions. They had to complete the order. Okay, so I'm sure, as we all know, we got a group of people. We got men, women, children, and the men that went out to fight yeah, always, there's going to always be someone that just is not lining up. <laughs> and we know that. We know, we know when Brother um, Juju come, we all know, okay, here he comes. This is what we're going to have to deal with. Sister Bubblegum come, she's going to complain and blah, blah, blah. We already know that. But that does not mean to get out of order or to not follow through on the instructions that are given by whatever authority figure that we have agreed to carry out an assignment with. So everyone had to listen and follow and complete instructions and do the things according to the Lord's will. So when, um, I'm sorry, I lost my place. Okay, so let's, let's take a look at a few, just a few bullet points under order. And these are just different ways order can come about. Order can come by way of instruction. Again, we talked about Joseph. He was given an order of the way events were going to happen. And he also was given an order of how to be victorious. Okay. Order. Order can be a way of life. And here's why I say a way of life. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. And this is in the Passion Translation. This says, now if anyone 
is enfolded into Christ. He has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. Second Corinthians 5 and 17. Now, if anyone has enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. You have become a new person. You have become a new person. All that is related to the old order. Why did they use that word? Why did they use the word order? All that has been related to the old order, the old way that you were, the old way that you did things. He said it has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. This is the word of God. This is the word of God. The word of God is not this is just the way that I am. This is what I'm used to. I'm stuck in my ways. God said, when you came into Christ, the old order of you, that old you has vanished. That's gone. That's vanished. We have to believe that. Order. Order in your thoughts. We have the command, we have the dominion over everything that God has given us. Our thoughts have to be ordered. Some of our emotions are up and down, high and low, because we are focusing and entertaining ideas that are draining and unfruitful. Order. We can order our thoughts. Order can keep you from being drained. When you have disorder in your home, in your finances, in your body, in your relationships, we are drained. What does the word say about bringing every thought captive? That's a process of order. So in closing, let's, here's a few key things that keeps us, if these things are not in order, they will keep our lives unnecessarily in disorder, not something that's a part of a process of our purification, but it may be. However, when you have the ability to keep something in order, things flow more smoother. You have the, 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 the bandwidth, you have the brain space for other things that are more necessary in your life. So listen, in closing, these five things, let's keep these things in order. It's there a must. Because as you know, and I'm, when I mention these five things, how many times have we gotten down on our knees and one of these five things popped up? And it's not something that we needed to go repent over. The enemy will use things that are not in order to distract us, to bother us with, to try and throw us off in a certain way. But if we have some things in order, you... You, they're not allowed to be in distraction. So number one, our thoughts. We just talked about that. Keeping your thoughts in order. Number two, our finances. Regardless of how much we have or how little we may have, our finances have to have order and structure. As I say, all money should have an assignment. 
Nothing should be all cluttered together, one big lump, and you're trying to figure this out, trying to figure that out. That's going to distract you in prayer. Relationships, keep them in order. They have to be in order. You are in control of your relationships. Number four, our devotional time, our worship time, our prayer time, our intercession time, it has to have order. What have you set aside in your day and throughout your day? What have you set in order? This is the time I'm going to meet you, Lord. Throughout the day, do we take prayer breaks? Do we take devotional time breaks? Do we take walking prayer breaks? What is your order with the Lord? He wants to hear from you. He wants to sit with you. He wants to bend down heaven to hear you talk to him. What have you set in order in your time with God? And lastly, number five, in closing, our health. What have we set in order? What is out of order that we know we have control over? And what can we do that is preventative so that we are not in a place an unhealthy place, which would distract us, which would cause us to be out of alignment. We're not feeling good. We're sluggish. We're doing this. We can't do this because of this. These are five major things in our lives that we have to keep in order. This keeps the enemy at bay. And if anything comes when these five things are in order, we already know we have the victory over it. He's just trying to find some way to get in to distract us, to get us off of our assignment, and to most, most definitely try and get us off of our time, precious, beautiful time that we spend with the Lord sitting before him, praying, meditating, being able to hear. Because we can't hear if we're, things about finances are popping up, relationships are popping up, thought patterns are popping up, our health, all that's popping up in our head. So I pray that something was said today, Lord, bless this declaration. And I pray that Something went down in your soul and sat well with you today and has caused you to maybe want to check something out and bring some things in order or that this gave you a, a greater understanding of order in our lives, both natural and spiritual. So God bless you all. And so I would love to open it up. Are there any new callers um, on the line this morning? This is your first time calling in. Um, uh, please go ahead and come off of mute, and we would love to greet you. Okay, no first-time callers. Where is there anyone that was not able to say good morning this morning and would love to say good morning? Good morning, it's Moni. Oh, this is Moni. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Moni. Good morning, Mona. Yo, 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 hey, yo. Good morning, family. Good morning, brother. Hey, before we good go morning. too far, before we go too far, good morning, Angela. By chance, is good Josie morning. still on the call? Uh, if not, um, whoever invited her, I don't know if it was like a 
emergency or she had a prayer request. I'm sure she had to have been new. But good morning, everybody. I just wanted to make sure that that was addressed. Good morning. Good morning. Love you. Enjoyed you, Ange, a bunch. Oh, excellent chair. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Okay. Um, is there anyone else? Good morning. This is Marcella. Good morning, Marcella. Good morning, it's Jubilee Juliet. Good morning, Juliet. Good morning. Good morning, it's Leomia. Great decoration. Oh, praise God. Thank you, Leomia. Good morning. Good morning, it's Krishanda. I enjoyed your decoration. Hello, Krishanda. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning, this is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Good morning, Aunt and Dee. Hey, Miss Dee. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Angela. It's Rochelle. Great hair. Oh, good morning, Rochelle. Praise God. Thank you. Good morning, Christina. Oops, I heard two people. Good morning. I heard Christina and Tanya. Good morning. Tanya. Good morning, Tanya. Good morning. Good morning. Awesome declaration. Thank you. Oh, praise God. Thank you. Okay. Well, I just wanted to open it up if anyone had any questions, any comments, if anyone wanted to um, have any dialogue or um, had something to add. Please do. Hey, Ann. Yes. Diddy, I think we 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 in order. <laughs> we got put in order. We've been getting put in order all since the first day of the month, and which is it's just good, refreshing to hear you um and your share. It's not a lot um that you didn't share, that you didn't cover. I'm just grateful for yet another opportunity um for just to remind us about the order and how it's just it's we it's not we don't really have a choice not to fall in order so that everything else in our lives can and I love the analogy of waking up because you know I I constantly have kids at my house and just when my my grandson ate turned two yesterday and that boy so out of order, I don't even know what to do, how to get him in order. So <laughs> just that whole, and I'm telling you, I've never seen a two-year-old like him. So just that, just a reminder and how we have to really um, get into the word too. If you really know the word of God, everything else will fall in order. So thank you. As that you can hear, I'm going to go back on mute because these kids are coming in at the school. I love you. Oh, love you too. Thank you for sharing that. So I don't know how to get him in order. <laughs> Amen. Is there, is there anyone else? Thank you so much, Dee. Hey, good morning. Hi. This is uh, Maximo. Hi, Angela. Oh, my God. Well, I just thought about what Dee just said. And I said, I wanted to do my father feel like that about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Um, I'm gonna be honest, you guys. Um, one thing I think I said it before. 
disorder thing is bothering me, and I know why, I see why, I get why, but, you know, usually I get excited, you know, about topics and stuff, and be, you know, but uh-huh. I have no lie, but fine, I have not been excited, and, <laughs> and I know, he, and, and truly, he's been speaking to me, and I know why, and so, yeah, keep me lifted, y'all. I mean, your declaration was just talking so much about areas of where I, um, you know, you know, how sometimes you try to get it in order and you get it, but you, it don't stay consistent in order. You know what I mean? So that's mm-hmm. what my, my, I feel I like is. It's like, Mona, learn how to piss stuff back in its place. You know, see how some people live like that. Like, you know, yeah. piss stuff in order. It got to be in its place. So for me, Mona, don't, I don't live like that. So you gotta excuse me, but I'm just being honest. And God is really, yeah. uh, is really talking to me about this, about how um I just can't skip over it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, God, help me, Father, help me. I know. I Wait, know. let me. Okay, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm, you know, I'm over here laughing at you, Mona. I I love your transparency. Come <laughs> on, I got an right. attitude. All y'all declarations are stupid. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of it. And I, don't got no, I don't got no problem. I love you. Right. Right. Oh, thank you, guys. I'm no. to come out of this because I, I, I can't do this, y'all. I got to get order, and I know it. You know, you got to be, uh-huh. you know, learn how to live in your mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. that pile over there, I know what that pile is. You know, that pile over there, you know, it's just not right, though. And I know it's not, so. Please, and what I mean by powers, I'm not just talking about the room. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. and Mona, you are not alone. You're just uh, you're just being transparent. <laughs> you are not alone. You are not alone. There's a whole bunch of um, chaotic beauty <laughs> in people's Ooh. lives, in people's houses too. You know, like I know. Every single piece of that pile, I could tell you go halfway down, you're going to find this at the bottom of it. You can find this up towards the top. You can find this. And I know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good. It's good that you bothered. So amen. That's the the good part. That's the good part. I love y'all. Thank you. Love you. Yeah, we love you too. Angela, thank you for time. This is Thank you for that definition of chaotic beauty. I I, I thank you because I got a little OCD. I ain't saying that out loud, but I do. I mean, it, it is what it is. <laughs> this is Rochelle and Mona. Girl, you got order. Let, let me put my order in. Let me tell y'all, it, that part right there, she may be all over the place, but I bet she know how to cook, though. I'm going to tell y'all that. I just got to share that. Oh, oh thank wow. you, Rochelle. Thank you so much, for. <laughs> It's magnificent. I'm gonna agree with that uh, chaotic beauty. That 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 would be my story, and I'm sticking with it. Um, Moxie, we love you, sis. Thank you so much for your uh, transparency and encouragement. And I'm gonna go with a yes and amen for that cooking. Yo. Yes and amen. Hello, for the this, hello. Oh, this is right. this, hello. Hello. This is Dr. Chris. I just want to say, you know, I was trying to stand back, and it's just hard for me not to say anything when you guys get started. But you spoke volumes of of the epitome of healing when you said that if you're stressed out, that means that you're spending too much time on on a thought that's unproductive. And I think that with, with, with that being said, 
that when we get stressed out and we're thinking and we can't do anything about it, if we really just step back into the order, like you said, it can cut down on high blood pressure. It can cut yeah. down on anxiety. We wouldn't have the health problems that we have. So thank you, because I'm dealing with yeah. blood pressure right now and all this heat here in hot Atlanta, okay? So thank you for that. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> all this heat. Yeah, thank you, Dr. Chris. Uh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Hello. Hi, this is Tanya. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh oh. Wait a minute. We got Hi, this is Tanya. Uh, Tanya can go. I'll go after Tanya. Okay. I just wanted to say I love the way you said that your money should have an assignment. So, you know, trying to be a good steward over your money and um, it should have somewhere to go. That was great. A great um, something that you need to think about as far as order. So, thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes, amen. Got to have an assignment. Yes. And I was just going to say that when you were talking about the military, and that's so true, your pecking orders, your traveling orders, but when you get off order, and that's what happens, and Mona, I hear you, sis, I don't know none of us that that, that our father's not going to look for it. Are you doing that again? But um, <laughs> just the orders, because when we're off order, that's when things happen, and uh, the sister that just spoke on for everything, like me, when I get too stressed out, them ocular migraines that I haven't had, thank you, Jesus, since 2015, will come back. So I, I know the order. I know when I'm doing too much. I know what not to put in my body. I know, you know, it's even dealing with other things because life is rough. But when we're in order, and, and again, when we really lean into what God is telling us to do and order ourselves, but we want to go this way, and he already told you, go straight. But no, 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 mm-hmm. I don't want to go straight. I want to go to the right a little bit and then turn that corner and then do a little side show. No, <laughs> stay right. on his orders. Follow him. And so I just thank you. It's so refreshing again. I love you and know that I always, and I know I've told you this before, but I'm always praying and covering you and those babies because I feel that connection as a thank mom you. raising those kids. I love you guys. I love you too. Thank you. Praise God. Yes. Yes, thank you. Um, thank you for sharing that. Yes. Order. Yes, absolutely. Is there anyone else? Well, I will say what I really um, liked about the declaration was um when I read the Passion Translation um, for Second Corinthians 5 and 17, how the Passion Translation um, uses the word order, our old order. It said our old order has vanished. That really just did something for me. Um, that, yeah, that's something I, I know I'm going to chew on all day is as in the Second Corinthians 5 and 17. Um, all that is related to the old order has vanished. I love that. I love that. Was there someone else? I heard a phone come off the screen. Good morning, Sister Lisa. I like Hello, good morning. That the old order is gone uh, from me. And just last night, as I was saying, um, when I came, when got my daughter from work, came back home, the chairs was on fire on my porch. And I I said, Lord, I'm going to give it to you. But they were put out 
they put them out after they set them up. But I just thank God that yesterday during the fast, it wasn't easy, but I made it uh, in order and praying and reading my Bible. So I'm grateful. I have a grateful heart this morning. Then I have a grateful heart that I didn't fall apart because the old Lisa yeah. would have been cussing and throwing chairs and hollering at everybody in this complex. But the order I have is I took pictures. And I talked to the security guard, and that's God leading me because I yeah. know the old Lisa would not have acted. I would have acted the way I used to act. So I'm grateful this morning that I'll be going to the office and doing it the right way, calmly, and, yeah. and reporting it, you know. And thank God my house didn't catch on fire because my door yeah. is right there. And the lady, the people that live under me, she has children. And I just pray for the person. You know that whatever it was, yeah. because I just I pray in my house for the whole complex, but I I speak and I keep going, so I don't even bother anyone. So I I I, I stop trying to do that part. Understand why it happens, so I think it's going to happen. So God is moving, and I'm grateful and thank you. Yeah. I'm grateful. Oh yes, praise God. Yes, that's moving, praying with you, and um, yes, thank God that. All was well, that all was well, that you came out well, your home is well, your neighbors are well. Yeah, I'm sure that wasn't a great thing to see. <laughs> but I appreciate you for saying the old Lisa would have, but this new Lisa, because the old order has vanished. Amen. Yeah. I love it, sis. Thank I love God. it. We are going to continue to pray with you in that. Praise God. Well, okay, everyone, I am going to get ready for the next adventure in my day, which is work. <laughs> so I just thank you all for chiming in. Thank you all for being here on Declare Victory. Um, I pray that you all have a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, be a blessing to someone. Call someone, text someone, tell someone that you love them. Give someone a compliment. Be a blessing to someone. We will see you here tomorrow morning. Same time, same place, 6 a.m. on the Declare Victory line. God bless you, everyone. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Love you all. Love you back. Bye. Take care. Have a, day. Have a super blessed day, everyone. Yeah. You too, girlfriend. She's my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I love you too. Hey, girlfriend, it's Beatty, your first, your first
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walk 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking 
singing the truth.